Hey there, and welcome to Gilmore Girls Revisited. Hey, this is Carissa. And this is Michelle. And today we're talking about season one, episode 15, called Christopher Returns, aired March 1st, 2001. The summary reads as follows. Lorelai allows Rory's dad, Christopher, to stay at their home during his visit. The distant dad hopes to make up for lost time with his daughter, who is glad to see him. However, Lorelai wonders what effect his presence will have on the teen, especially when he decides to leave again. So this episode is chalked filled with so many different storylines. Uh, to start with, we get to see a little bit more about Rory, Rory's relationship with her father, Christopher Hayden. And we get to see the relationship between Christopher and Lorelai. Um, they were had they had the relationship when they were kids and in high school. And then finally, we get to see Lorelai's relationship with her parents. Um, all very interesting stuff. This episode was a lot. There was so much drama, so much emotion, and it a lot of family began, drama. A lot of family drama, and it began with. The return of Christopher. Yeah, it's like we got a little glimpse of him in the end of the last episode, but this we get a whole full Christopher. So we really get to get more of a character development on who he is, who he'll be to us. Um, and it was really telling. I mean, the dude um, like just shows up unannounced to Stars Hollow, which we find out is the first time he is, has been to Stars Hollow, which was like so, I don't know, it threw me off. And I'm like, your daughter is like 16 years old. How have you not been to Stars Hollow once? Like this is where she grew up. Like she's been here for 16 years. Like where else have you seen her? It just made me really sad because Rory was like so excited to see him. And I feel like she's just like living on the edge because she doesn't know when he'll leave again or when he'll come back and just like hopeful for him to, to stay longer than, you know, she normally used to seeing him. And it, it just, I don't know, it rubbed me like such the wrong way. Yeah. I was really sad. Like it starts off with her getting the couch ready. Cause it looks like he's going to spend the night and he's so excited. And he even tells, she tells Lorelai, like maybe you could get him to stay for a couple of weeks so she's just so like, she definitely has her hopes up. She's excited. But like you said, we don't know too much about him. Um, we know he writes a motorcycle. Uh, we know Which that he's... he rode out from Berkeley. Like he rode cross country on a motorcycle. Like, oh yeah, I did. Yeah, he is. He's from California. Well, he's not, but he lives in California, Yeah. which I didn't even think about it. He's kind of like a bad boy, but he's obviously rich, comes from the same background community that Lorelai does. Um, we know by what Lorelai had said, he, he's going to come and go as he pleases. So that's something both Lorelai is very well aware of. And she makes sure to say that to Rory. But, um, other than that, we, we just, we, we know that he hasn't had a significant, I mean, a consistent girlfriend. I think mm-hmm. he made a comment to Rory about it and that, and it's kind of depressing because she's like, yeah, we hear from him maybe once a week. Um, so that's, I don't know, that just seems so sad. Yeah, and we also get the um, the insight that he's sort of like on the startup end of like of like the tech business, which this is 2001, so that it's like, it's actually kind of 
booming um in in real life this tech space um and he kind of comes in and tells Lorelai like I'm on the cusp of something really big and he mentions like oh I guess your dad hasn't said anything to you so like we now know that like Richard is aware of like what Christopher has been up to you know financially and like career-wise and so you know it's just interesting that like this is something that Richard knows about. He doesn't. So, mm-hmm. you know, her dad is keeping this information from her. Um, yeah. And I don't think um, uh, Richard and Lorelai have that kind of relationship where maybe Emily would bring it up and not him. Um, but he, she is like, she, he does share like, yeah, I'm doing well financially. I'm in a good place. Um, but Lorelai is still surprised by his visit. And she even asked, like, what are you doing? Like, I, this is so random. Mm-hmm. He does say, like, I'm trying to get my life together. But, of course, Lorelai knows him. Um, and she continues to have doubts pretty much throughout the episode, I would say. Yeah. Um, I mean, this is, like, kind of all developing. Like, we get all this information, really, like, the first night that he's there. And then the next day, Rory wants to bring him um, – to meet Dean kind of at a softball game and Luke's there too. So Luke is seeing who this guy is with, with Rory mm-hmm. and um, you know, Dean gets to meet. Does he meet him? I can't remember. Yeah. Does, okay. he really And they, they, um, Rory is so excited to introduce uh, her dad to Dean and Dean to her dad. Uh, like, oh, yeah, it's my Dean or something like that she mentions. Mm-hmm. And they seem to hit it off. Like, um, Dean is also into motorcycles. They they have a good bonding moment. But um, I, I thought it was so funny how uh, Luke and Dean were against each other when they were playing softball. Mm-hmm. And Dean noticed, obviously, it's like an older man, not older man, but like a man with um, Rory. So she he probably figured, like, that might be her dad. Like, mm-hmm. to and she's introducing introducing him to her boyfriend um but I definitely saw his reaction kind of change and he brought it up to Lorelai like who was that guy with uh with Rory and she's like oh who Dean I'm like no the other guy oh that's her father Christopher yeah I mean like the word travels very fast because Rory like decides to give a tour of Stars Hollow and um like everyone is like out and like meeting him and calling everyone else in the town so like word is spreading very quickly that that you know Rory's dad's here like no one's met him and you know everyone is in Stars Hollow whether they're like Taylor trying to be nosy it's like family right to Rory so they're like they really want to get to know who this guy is and I think um my favorite encounter is with Jackson for some reason. I don't know. I think Jackson, first of all, I thought Jackson's attire when he first met Christopher was like the OG hipster with that hat. Like hipsters are wearing this hat now. It's like, it's hard to describe, but it looks like a bowl hat. Yeah. It reminds <laughs> me like a baby hat. <laughs> yeah. Like a baby hat. But, um, you know, like, word is spreading really fast. Miss like, Patty before- flirts with him. Oh, my gosh. How could we it's, forget that? 
Okay. It's a small town, but especially with them, like the word just travels so fast. And I think Jackson had a lot of funny moments, but there was one time when um, after they came from the bookstore, which we can talk about a little bit more, um, Christopher, ca- Christopher and Rory catch Jackson talking to a group of people about him. Like, oh, yes, oh, yeah. he has this like rich nose or you could tell that he's money bags or something like that and he gets caught and you just get so embarrassed (laughs) yeah that was really awkward the whole town is like like listening to him and then they're like uh dude he's right behind um but yeah I mean going back to that bookstore moment um you know Christopher wants to take Rory takes girl Rory to the bookstore and he wants to buy her something he's like what do you what's like the favorite book on the on your mind and she's just like the composite Oxford dictionary, which isn't cheap. And it's this massive dictionary and like Rory's super excited and giddy, but she's like, you don't have to buy me anything. And he's like, I want you to remember this visit. And I was like, oh my gosh. That's how you could tell that. Um, Not that I'm the perfect person when it comes to like parenting because I'm not a parent, but it, it just seems like he's trying to buy her, not necessarily buy her off but she, he's trying to compensate for not being there which yeah. again kind of worries Lorelai mentioned and like well I'm glad you're trying like I'm glad that you are interested because we always had the door open for you and mm-hmm. you never chose to use it so I get that he's excited um but I just thought that was I don't know it's like he not that he was trying too hard in that moment it just that's Rory didn't really need it like that and I think also with Rory, I'm like, why would you pick the most expensive book? Like, yeah, you know that he's well off, but... Or so you think. Yeah, well, he, I mean, either way, he comes from a rich family. You, you never know. Um, but it's like, why would you pick the most expensive book? Yeah, and then Not you know, his card gets up. rejected. Like, you know, it's I think he's trying, to, he's trying to flex in front of his daughter. Yeah. And, you know, unfortunately, like... Should the card gets rejected, right? And then he tells he tells Rory not to tell her mom about this. Another like, red flag. Yeah, you cannot tell her not to tell her best friend slash mother that she won't that she can't say anything. Like, nope, no yeah. way. Yeah, that was that was an interesting scene um, between them, and you know, I think Rory felt bad that she had asked for such an expensive book in the yeah. moment. <laughs> so excited I feel so bad for her she was so excited even even though her dad hasn't been around she's not resentful I would have been annoyed I would have been like don't come over here why are you visiting me pay for my book then but you don't have the privilege to seeing me if you're not going to be around not Mm -hmm. we're not going to hang out only on your time um, right or something like that but she was so she's so kind she's positive so it kind of broke my heart a little bit because she tried. And I, I thought it was so rude for Christopher to say, like, don't tell your mother. It's one thing for him to apologize or say, like, I hope you don't think bad. I don't know, something else. But why are you going to tell her to hide something from Lorelai? Yeah, unless, he, you, you know, he's just, like, super embarrassed by it. But, like, I feel like, you know, that unearths other things, right? Like, that lie makes or that cover-up makes me feel like there's something else under the surface that he doesn't mm-hmm. want them to know about um and like shortly after they leave the bookstore they go to luke's and christopher's cell phone starts ringing and Ro- lorelei is like eh, 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 like no cell phones and 
he just completely disregards the rule and picks up his phone and answers anyway. And who's on the other line? Emily. What? Like, I just feel like, um, even with that moment, I noticed that moment too, where he picked up the phone, even after Lorelai said like, no phones allowed. Um, he, I feel like he doesn't, he, not that people necessarily need to fit in in stars hollow, but it felt like he didn't belong. And he kept saying, like, I, I want to be a part of, I want to be a part of it. But he was making no effort. And even with the other community members, it, like, he didn't vibe very well with them. Mm-hmm. Um, but you could definitely see that Luke was, like, he saw him there. And he was, like, his face was so sad. Yeah, I mean, I, yeah, I, like, I really did not like how he just, like, disregarded that rule. Like, everyone follows that rule. Like, I don't know. It just kind of seemed disrespectful. But also, like, how crazy that, like, like, Emily is so nonchalantly calling Christopher. Um, and I think she already knew that he was coming over. Yeah, well, that's the thing. Like, she, like, Christopher is in communication with, like, Lorelai's parents about his whereabouts. And you know, it takes Lorelai by surprise. Like, why is my mom talking to you? And then he passes the phone to Lorelai. Um, and she tells her that Christopher parents are also in town. So she invited them over to Friday night dinner. Like, what? Don't love that. With Strobe and Francine. So weird. And I get it. Like, they're all um what did like money bags like rich folks um they run in the same circle so I could kind of see like I I could tell that he gets along with them he he understands that kind of vibe Christopher does and Emily probably thinks that that might be a good opportunity for everybody to go back together Mm -hmm. and I that makes sense like um they were in love with each other before and Lorelai's parents are super traditional so I could totally see them wanting to push that together um and I think Emily I mean uh Lorelai felt a little bit uncomfortable by it because it's not just like again she's not just gonna have dinner with oh my god why did I blink on his name um Christopher but she's also gonna have dinner with her parents which is always not always the best occasion, mm-hmm. um, the best discussions were, are had. And she's also having dinner for the first time in years with Christopher's parents, which obviously aren't huge fans of her. Oh, man, that was a messy evening. <laughs> yeah. And both Christopher and Lorelai were nervous, like right before. Um, yeah. And again, I felt so bad for Rory. She doesn't know those grandparents. She was, she didn't even know what to call them. She, when she met them, she curtsied. Oh my God. She felt so uncomfortable and freaking Lorelai makes fun of her. I'm like, why are you going to make fun of her? She felt, I felt so bad. It's like, they're the ones that should be making the effort, not you. And she's the one that's like trying to be the best. Yeah. And like Rory doesn't know like her other grandparents and what's like to me it's like how little initiative they took too to get to know her it's like it's like they were better off like forgetting about the, her existence like I mean it, Christopher kind of did that too that's why he, it's he so- definitely set the tone he definitely set the tone but like I don't know I just feel like wow grandparents like if that's your yeah. only grandkid 
I feel like yeah, you, so you can forgive your kid's mistake that they made, you know, 15 years ago, like to be there for the, your grandkid. I don't know. I just felt like they, and Emily and Richard were so excited. They like welcomed him in. they welcomed the parents and it started off a little bit awkward. Um, but again, Emily and Richard are used to talking to rich people and to their rich circles. So it was getting a little bit awkward. Um, and, but either like Richard was so proud of Rory and he's, she said, he said something like, I I don't know what she said, but he he mentioned that she's very great conversationalist and mentioned how like smart and intelligent she is. And obviously Rory was nervous and he didn't say any, he said something like, Oh, I guess, I guess I'm right. Or something like that. And then Lorelai was trying to make the make it less awkward. And so she made a George W. Bush joke that obviously didn't land very well with um, these really uh, strict people. Um, and it kind of made everything worse. And I just think that it's kind of wild that after 16 years, instead of Strobe and Francine being open to at least getting to know their grandchild, they from the get-go are super angry and resentful at Lorelai mm-hmm. for quotation marks ruining Christopher's future when he's not the one that was pregnant, the physically pregnant, or that had to deal with the labor or had to deal with anything postpartum or raising the child. Mm-hmm. So I think it's kind of messed up that they blamed Lorelai and they made Rory feel terrible after 16 years. I'm like, this is long and gone. You have family money. It's not like, um, you were just depending on Christopher for your own livelihood. He still could have gone to school. He still could have done anything and they didn't get married. Um, He wasn't uh, financially responsible for her or uh, responsible for the day-to-day. So there really was no reason for him to um, blame Lorelai for for Christopher not finishing or not going to Princeton. Um, I just, I got so upset. I'm like, dude. Yeah, like, it's not his fault that he didn't, it's not Lorelai's fault that he didn't finish Princeton. Like, he, like, wiped his hands clean of Lorelai and Rory after she decided she wanted to have her mm-hmm. and not get married. He could have finished. He didn't finish. And I think he, re- he realized that. I think this. he went. Yeah, I think he realizes, like, he's like, I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have done good, like, well at Princeton. I think he, yeah. he says at one point. Um, so that was like totally on his terms, but he doesn't, he lets Lorelai take the fall for that. He does. And, and even then, uh, Richard and Emily were in the beginning when it wasn't that bad yet, they try to make it lighthearted and fix it. Um, but then once he said, when Strope said something like, um, like I told you, like you should have not had her or something like that. Cause like, he wanted Rory, I mean, Lorelai to have an abortion once he said that. And, um, I think that's when Richard got super upset and then he started defending his family and, um, speaking out, which I thought was so great. And mm-hmm. Richard is just so proud of Rory and, um, he's proud of, of Lorelai too. Oh yeah. Cause he gets mad. He's like, you're over here offending, um, a great businessman. Like, what are you doing with your life? Oh, you think you're so like, maybe if you would have, oh yeah, maybe if you would have gotten rid of that child, you would have, uh, had something more than a blue collar job or something like that, which is just so disrespectful. I'm like, she's also running her own in, um, it's not like she's, and even if she was still working as a maid, like that's not, 
his problem. Like your it's, child, your, your own son was freed from all responsibility. That's on him. So I'm really happy that Richard, um, and they made like, they asked Rory to leave so she wouldn't have to see that, but that must've been incredibly hard for her as well. I know they're like talking like all this nonsense as, as if like her existence didn't matter. Like she, mm-hmm. it was, it was terrible. And like, honestly, I was like, you guys are way too opinionated still 15 years later. Like, mm-hmm. how are you guys still so bitter about something that barely affected your son? Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. It was just, and you know, yeah, we did see Richard sort of like be like, like have a call for civility because that's how like disgusting that they were being towards and just saying things like while Rory was there but you know I think it it took a moment um you know Richard and Lorelai like ended up having a conversation after this because at that point Richard gets really upset and pretty much tells like Straub and Francis Francine Francis I forgot to leave and Richard goes into his office and you know I think Lorelai is like oh wow gee thanks dad like you like defended me blah 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 but like the way Richard sees it is that like for me the way I saw it is like it kind of boiled down to like he still disagrees the way Lorelai handled getting pregnant and because they felt that she should have married Christopher because Christopher was willing to do that, but like no one took into account what Lorelai wanted. They kind of just wanted to make this like quick hush hush. Let's like make this very formal. And, you know, I think Richard doesn't agree with that, with that course of action, but he's still not going to allow like other people to like shit on his family name. Yeah. And that's what he was protecting at the end of the day was the Gilmore name. That's what he said. He's like, She's like, thank you for defending. Like, he's like, no, you don't need any protection. You mm-hmm. push people away. Um, I was just defending the Gilmore. The Gilmore name was being like dissed in my own home. I wasn't going to stand for that. And I think that's, that was part of it. I think deep down, obviously it's her daughter, his daughter. So he was, um, had some of that as well, but it is really sad because he told her like, you should have sacrificed. It's not about what you would have wanted. It like, you should have sacrificed yourself. So you could have had that family. And that point, that's the part that I disagreed with. I'm like, she was a teenager and I get it. Like how things were back then, especially like in 2000 and actually, no, it was like what 90 something. Um, mm-hmm. But it's like, it, it happened already. There's no reason for them to freak out. She's at a right. good place. And I think for Lorelai, she's like, I'm at a good place. There's no reason for me to be resentful. Mm-hmm. I think that really broke my heart was when, um, Richard was was talking more about her like you don't need um he was like you don't need protection um what did what did he say uh yeah you like you don't need to be protected he's like you made that very clear like that you can handle yeah. like you can handle things on your own no he's like the hell you put us through the past 16 years he was just saying like I, he was so disappointed with her with with her decision to not marry him but then also he's like then you run away and treat us like lepers or treat us as lepers. Your mother couldn't get out of bed for a month. Did you know that we did nothing to deserve that? And I was like, Oh, that broke me. I was like, Oh my God, that's so sad. And that's kind of, and she agrees. She's like, you're right. That was, you didn't deserve that kind. But I think Lorelai is so strong-minded that 
she felt like she wasn't going to be able to get to do what she wanted to do and what she thought was best for her and Rory mm-hmm. if she stayed in that house. And it just sucks that she was 16 when that happened and she had to leave like that. That must have been, that's like her only daughter, mm-hmm. her only daughter. So it was so depressing. And he does say like, do you think I love the guy that got my, my daughter pregnant? No, exactly. like, I don't yeah. try to make things better. Um, so that was very hard. And you could tell that we've seen Emily and Lorelai's relationship before, and they have like the highest highs and the lowest lows, but they're so vocal. They're very similar. So all of their discussions, they, they continuously talk about it, even when they're disagreeing with each other. And I think with her relationship with her father is a lot more serious and we do see like that was one of those big moments that we don't see that often. So I think yeah. it's hard um, her as a as a daughter and him as a father, like their relationship is really strained, which is also depressing. But I was happy to see that um, uh, Emily handled it very well with with Rory. Um, I think they were in the kitchen later. Rory was visibly looking very sad. She was like so upbeat, like, you know, like, like he's not a terrible person, but, um, he, she ended up calling him an ass. Like, yeah, he is an ass. Like nobody, like you've never, you've never disappointed us. We've never felt anything like, I I don't know. She was just so good at making Rory feel good. Yeah. I mean, we definitely, um, I definitely saw a different side of Emily that night when that I really appreciated. Like it was, it was really nice for her to take her to the side and help her understand. Um, since basically like they questioned her existence <laughs> right in front of her and, and she didn't want Rory to feel like it was a bad idea that they had her, you know? And, uh, I, and that was like such a sweet moment for me. Um, that like I it really like it really stayed with me because like it just showed like a despise like Emily's hard exterior like I really do think that she like you know is genuine about her care of Rory just never has like the right way to go about it like she did with so many other things um but you know things go for take a whirl that evening people have some stress to release (laughs) (laughs) yeah um and like of course Luke is waiting for Lorelai oh I'm sorry yeah during this whole thing Luke is waiting for Lorelai to show up to the cafe so they can start painting because that's what Lorelai had promised and And remember yeah she pushed for it they also had this like moment when they were picking out paint colors that they almost like kissed and it was like we so it's kind of like a know. date yeah exactly and like so you just feel crushed when you see poor luke sitting at the inn by himself with the, the diner buckets, or i'm sorry the diner in front outside he's waiting outside there's oh. like um como se dice? Como like tarps or something yeah like on top of the furniture the like the tables and everything he's mm-hmm. ready my heart broke i was like <gasps> This. meanwhile what is Lorelai doing yes she had a traumatic experience with the grandparents of her daughter and with her own parents and but even with all of that she's in her old bedroom in her old balcony 
with her high school boyfriend, Christopher. And what now happens? They pull, out a, they pull out a bottle of alcohol. And then they start kissing. Apparently it was uh, Casadores, they said. No, Jose oh. Cuervo. Jose Cuervo. Oh, cor- oh gosh. <laughs> um, I don't know how people just drink a street like that, but I digress. Um, so they're freaking kissing on the balcony. And like nothing, she's like willing to kiss Luke. I'm, I'm sorry. Willing to kiss Christopher, who's been absent from their life. Meanwhile, Luke deserves a freaking kiss because he has him present and a reliable to Lorelai and Rory. And it just makes me so mad because they freaking have sex in the same balcony where they created Rory. And I was like, are you freaking having sex again? You guys, <laughs> what? Is- no, it should be Luke up there. <laughs> I know. And it, I, like, not to give spoilers to what happens in the next episodes, the season, the series. But I think this is like a very momentous moment that even though Luke is there, even though Laura like pushed for to do something with Luke and they're having all these chemistry and this involvement, she goes back to Christopher who has provided nothing, who instead of making a situation better, probably made it worse. So I just think that's just like, this is just very telling of what's going to happen. And of course, um, it's just, I don't know. Of course, like Rory's excited about it. Um, I don't know. I think, I I think when, after that happened, Lorelai, like they write, they drive home together, all three of them to Stars Hollow and Lorelai does check up on Rory. Um, And she was being a little bit more serious. And tells her, like, they they directed everything um, to you because of me. No, no. That's what actually, that's what Rory said. Like, they directed them to you because of me. Um, but she says, like, they don't even want to know me. And that kind of broke me as well. It's like, again, Rory's trying to get the get this, like, relationship from people that aren't even interested in her. Mm-hmm. But she also gets some of the tea that I don't know if, if she knows that her parents had sex, <laughs> but she knows that um, they're like ha- hanging out more and she wants her dad to stay more involved. And she talks about like, well, why can't we kind of like be a family or why can't we like, um, she starts having those discussions and obviously Rory, like any child would want like their parents to be together and for everybody to be a family. Mm-hmm. Um, I just thought I was like, Rory, why can't you just be um, a team Luke? I know. You could tell like she was, she would have preferred her dad to be in that position than Luke to be in that position. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, yeah, Lorelai wakes up the next morning and she's hung over because of Mr. Cuervo. <laughs> and, and, and she wakes up in the morning and rushes to Luke's um, cafe realizing that she forgot about their date paint paint date mm-hmm. date paint whatever paint date and she shows up in her pajamas before the cafe even opens um and she sees luke and she's like apologizing profusely um and and i think like for me i was like why didn't you just tell her that you were at your parents that's something you do all the time yeah, I was like, why didn't you just tell her you were at your, yeah, your parents are friend at dinner and things got out of whack. 
because of the in-laws so mm-hmm. things the night dragged out like you can make like a list of excuses but whatever maybe that's just like a writer's flaw and then no, maybe and they I wanted to create the drama she sometimes she overshares with luke but sometimes she she didn't want to mention it i think because she didn't want to talk about christopher and he kind of well obviously he knows that christopher was staying there and he was in town and i think he's like he's because she's he, he's like was it an emergency and she's like, oh, yeah, like a huge amount, like joking. And he's like, um, like, he's like, something came up or someone came up, right? Like, he's like, am I right? And then that's when she's like, oh, you were with Christopher, mm-hmm. which of course made him super sad. And it made me super sad. Yeah. I mean, Lorelai goes back home after this and freaking Christopher drops like, the big question on her and she's like telling him how they should not have had sex and then christopher just blurts out that he wants to marry her mm-hmm. like dude i got you're so, so angry selfish. when i watched this i know i was like are you serious like no it takes more than one night with lorelei for you to prove that you can be like a reliable father figure like Lorelai at this point what Lorelai did was very selfish because she was thinking solely about herself in terms of like I want what I want right now but not thinking about like how this is gonna affect ramifications affect, yeah Rory in the end and right now she's thinking okay like we cannot get married because this is not good for war because like Christopher you can't be consistent like yeah she brings up that your card got declined like you can't <sighs> financially sustain yourself Mm-hmm. like I've got I've worked so hard to get my life together for Rory and you can't get it and she hasn't even been like a, a hindrance to you like in any yeah. way and, and so- the thing that's messed up is I mean her first reaction was like yeah you're out of your mind this is nuts yeah but when she said that like she's like you're this is a, having a family is a big responsibility you don't know what that's like and he's like, oh, yeah, I can be a family and responsible now. But when when Lorelai said, like, yeah, your car can decline because of a book and the nerve of him to say, oh, I told Rory not to rat me out, oh, which I she know. didn't. And Lorelai's like, she didn't. Your daughter didn't rat you out. What are you like? Ten. It was the, the neighborhood, like the townspeople that told her or like she got the gossip from somebody else in town. But it's like. The fact that he would say, like, oh, I told her not to tell me. I'm like, that is so immature. I just, oh, I'm like, no, you're already putting Rory in the middle. Um, But the thing that I found so weird that at first Lorelai was completely against it, like, you're responsible, you're this, you're that, you're telling Rory to lie to me, blah, blah, blah. And then she quickly shifts it to, like, a joking matter. And then they're kind of flirting and joking talking about their music taste um I forgot what band specifically but she kind of makes that as a joke like no you're not responsible like you like Metallica or something yeah you like so-and-so whatever so I was like that's so weird I know and he like he's like he ends up like heading out and he really wants her to reconsider Mm -hmm. and Rory was like Rory figures out that he asked her to marry him and she really wants her mom to marry him but Lorelai's like don't get all worked up over this like he's got a lot of growing up to do yeah 
And, and she did, I mean, he did own up to the fact that, like, he's not doing well with his work. Like, financially, yeah. he's not doing well. And he also said, um, she said, like, I'm, he's like, well, do you love him? And Lorelai said, like, I think I'm always going to love him, but he's not, he doesn't fit in well with them, which, which makes sense. But I'm like, girl, it's your high school boyfriend. Can we please just get over that? Yep. I don't, like, he didn't fit in well with the town he didn't fit in that well well I guess he fits in well with um with Lorelai's parents but he doesn't have I feel like he has such a like transactional relationship with Rory um like all of the good things between him and Lorelai are about the past like the reason they ended up having sex on the balconies because they were reminiscing about the past mm-hmm. it's nothing about what they're doing now or what they're focusing on now um yeah, I was just like, oh, kind of disappointed. Yeah, me too. You know, but, you know, I think uh, the little sweet spot at the end of this is that Lorelai shows up at the cafe and she has the whole place painted before Luke shows up. Um, maybe as a way to show like, you know, you're extending it. She's extending an olive branch. But and- I don't, I didn't like that either because the whole point I know. was for... Luke to spend time with Lorelai so she she made it seem like it was a chore kind of like a thing to check off but it wasn't like it would have been better if she would have offered again or had it ready and say like let's do it together like with Mm -hmm. the beer and the painting and all of that instead of just like like that was good for her to do but it wasn't romantic and it's like another shift now now like she's focused on Christopher she's not as focused on Luke anymore she didn't see Luke romantically at all this whole episode so yeah fickle. I'm like Lorelai you have all these men <laughs> it drove um oh, there was like definitely a wrench thrown into the mix with Christopher showing up in terms of like Lorelai's developing relationship with Luke so TBD on that um what was your favorite uh, part of the episode um I I don't know if I had I guess I I don't know. You could go first. Let me think about this. Mine, I think, was when Rory and Emily were talking. I just thought it was sweet how she like kind of came to her defense. And I just liked that little moment of just like genuine, like, hey, like we're glad you're here and mm-hmm. they're crazy and we love you kind of vibe. <laughs> yeah. I I don't know. I, I feel like this whole episode, all of the scenes gave me really strong emotions, mostly negative. Um, I guess my one of my favorite scenes was probably when um, Suki and Michelle were at the end and they were having a pleasant time. And Lorelai comes in and says, like, oh, like you guys are being so pleasant with each other. What's up? And then, oh, yeah. then they end up fighting. They're like, what do you mean? Like, it's, it's oh, it's mostly because of you. That's why we're, we're never, like, Michelle, Suki told Michelle's like, oh, it's mostly because of you that we don't have pleasant times together. And Michelle got offended. And then they started arguing again. And they're but back to their know, original state. <laughs> yeah. And I wanted to know, like, what made them be pleasant? It was so funny. Yeah. It's a rarity between them. So it was nice to see. Well, Thanks everyone for joining us this week. This was definitely a jam-packed episode with a lot of interesting things to develop with the Gilmore Girls' life. 
and looking forward to getting back into this next week. We hope you guys join us. Yeah. And we're getting even more learning more about the Gilmore girls. So the episodes are just going to get so good. I'm so excited. Yes. Remember to follow us on Instagram at Gilmore girls revisited and on Twitter at GG revisited. So one last thing, if you haven't been on Twitter or online, maybe you missed out on this like really cool throwback um milo ventimiglia who plays just um which we get to meet in season two and the other seasons um he posted a picture um that says i heart dean forever and he plays just not dean but um i think he's also posing with one of his um awards that he has and then dean who is played by Jared Padalecki. Yeah, Jared Padalecki. Yeah. Something. He responds on Instagram by taking a picture of himself with another award or like a um, Emmy or something um, with a sign. This is I heart just forever. So I love the little throwback and I love how they're both team each other. And if you missed (laughs) it, you can check out uh, us on Twitter at GG. Gigi revisited and we shared the pictures there and I think uh, we also shared them on Instagram but it was so cool um we just love getting a little bit of you know a throwback throwback Gilmore Girls (laughs) is 20 plus years afterwards and they're still strong love it well uh everyone have a great week and we'll see you back on here next week bye toodles (laughs) 